Chapter Two of Living with Our Children by Clara D. Pearson. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Concerning teasing, normal children reason fairly well concerning matters in their own little world. If they want a certain thing which seems especially desirable to them, why should they not ask for it? They do. If they do not receive it for the first asking, why should they not ask again? they do and as long as there is a chance that persistence will bring them the coveted object they persist that is perfectly natural regarded in one way it is even commendable whence would the world draw its supply of canvassers promoters even reformers if there were no such thing as reward for persistence one logical feature of the case which we sometimes overlook is that the requests persist because there is a chance of success no canvasser wastes his time talking vacuum cleaners to a housewife who already has a perfectly satisfactory one no promoter squanders those hours which are money to him on a man who has nothing to invest reformers discern the points at which they can accomplish most and turn their energies there if there is absolutely no chance of success why expend one's energies in fruitless endeavour they do not if there is absolutely no chance of success why should a child tease he does not at least he does not after he has proved the matter to his own satisfaction of course he tries the method out pretty thoroughly before drawing his conclusions we all would conclusions are worthless unless based on ascertained facts and of course they may be reversed later if the facts are altered he may find that teasing never works with his father then he stops teasing his father he may find that it does work with his mother if so he continues to tease why not or he may find that when she is well and not too hurried he cannot harass her into conceding to him that of which her judgment disapproves but that when she is half ill or rushing to make a train he can do so in that case he acts accordingly or perhaps new members come into the household guests uncles or aunts perhaps grandparents it is noticeable that grandmothers have the reputation of being particularly docile under the machinations of their descendants instantly there begins a more or less unconscious testing of power on the part of the child why not his way seems good to him why should he not try to establish it if he succeeds we sometimes hear a perplexed little mother say i do not see what has come over willie of late he never used to tease at all but lately he has been very naughty about it there are all sorts of problems connected with the right rearing of our children some of them require for their solution all the intelligence that we have some appear to take more than we have it is a great comfort to find one perfectly simple to deal with for teasing is if we take time to consider the first request fairly and give the answer distinctly it is unjust to both the child and ourselves to change the decision unless some new element arises to alter the situation 
if he learns that the first decision is to stand learns it not from assertions of the fact but from its standing teasing will cease fortunately for all of us human nature is so constituted that it yields to whatever is proved to be inevitable end of chapter two